But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, the rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. Everybody, welcome back. Dismal Tide is back for another week. Uh, high energy week, Mike. I hope you're ready for the high energy week. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, I can't help but to think it every time. <laughs> I have uh, again. I, I'd like there to be one intro to the show, which is the rip off of the Mike and the Mad Dog intro. Um, is that the where, the screen where, where the, Chris uh... Russo where Chris Russo yells "Good afternoon, everybody." I did that once, and actually, I, the only times I've ever done that, you've given me like an on-air compliment. I should remember that and like use the positive reinforcement to keep doing it, but I won't. <laughs> uh, I'm generally too low energy. Uh, we're joined this week by Seth. Um, I don't know your last name. I'm not going to throw it in there. No, um, don't dox me entirely. Yeah, on, that's on fine. The first well, first yeah. time anybody has ever heard my voice on. Well, there's one other exception. But we can talk about that later. <laughs> we're uh, we're glad that we could be the first or second or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. The now banned the ham thief, thief ham, uh, whatever yeah. version of that. Yes. Is. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Welcome to the Dismal Tide. Hi. Thanks. Happy Thanks to be on joining. here. Thanks for joining for us. The- for the somewhere between 10 and 45 minutes I have before my huh. child decides to wake up in bed and demand to watch more cartoons before she goes back to bed. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll have you know, uh, it's 10 p.m. It's way too late for kids to be up. I don't know what you're doing. I'm well aware of that. She <laughs> she is just she is only two and she's already mastered trolling and being yeah, a brat. So we'll some, see how that works as she gets older. At some point, it's out of your hands. It's <laughs> only have so much control. Yes, very little control. So, so now, uh, do do you know specifically uh, what you went down for uh, online uh, uh, th- in this particular instance? And in, in a week where, with uh, with both a new president being sworn in and, a, and an insurrection, um, I, I guess there's there's a lot could have done it. <laughs> okay, so I'm the QAnon shaman, and okay, no, what actually? Yeah, you were a big so, get for this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah big I'm, get. People, people can't see because it's a podcast, not a stream. But I am wearing the Viking helmet as we speak. It's cool. I'm, guys. I'm, I'm only eating organic kombucha. I'm recording from jail, like I'm uh, Gucci Mane or something. Um, <laughs> but no, so I had had a previous Twitter account um, that I think got a little overly online in terms of harassing blue check marks, um, and that eventually got suspended. And frankly a deserved suspension um you know i, I think you I were told- angling if i remember correctly you were angling for it that yeah it, yeah it, it, it was- got to the point where i think i was just too pissed off at at people like bill crystal who should be in prison and not like <laughs> cl- cashing fifty thousand dollars speaking engagement checks from fucking berkeley or whatever um i think yeah you can be too online I, I, and i think that's the point i was at so i got suspended but what i didn't realize was i got ip banned <laughs> Which means I had tried to make a couple other accounts that instantly got suspended. So somehow the the Thief Ham account snuck through and it was fine for a month, I guess. And then 
I guess I don't know if they do sweeps where they check band IPs. I don't know if I was using it too much um, on my laptop as opposed to my uh, as opposed to um, the app on the phone. But eventually, like I just I like refresh the page. I tried to fave some guy's tweet, and then all of a sudden it's like your account suspended. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me! Like I I was mostly good. I was mostly good. I caught one 12 hour probation because I posted a link to um. I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's the Oklahoma senator who's a big right-wing dipshit, uh, Jim Inhofe. Inhofe. Oh, um, yeah, close yeah. enough for me. I posted a link. Okay, I posted a link to his his home address on like whatever godforsaken <laughs> county auditor in Oklahoma because it's public record. It's public information. So I'm like, that's not doxing, but no, they gave me a, a twelver for that and. But otherwise, I use like, you know what? I'm not going to fuck around anymore. I, I will not threaten anybody. I will not try to get suspended. I will not even link people's public records. Um, like, I will be a good boy. And it did not matter because at some point, I mean, the only other thing I th- can think of is someone reported me. But usually with reports, you get like an email saying like, this is the tweet that got you banned. And I didn't get anything like that. So because hmm. the only other person I had like a negative interaction with was I made a quote tweet implying Biden was racist, which he is. Um, You know, I think I said something along the lines of Cory Booker had like asked him to do something. I'm like, I'm assuming his response was like an old timey and obscure, but still offensive slur. And some random person, (laughs) their, their Twitter avatar is, uh, was, what was it? Zoomers for capitalism. (laughs) Um, they just, they just, all they tweeted, they just replied to that quote tweet with STFU. And I'm like, you're, you are in for a tough four years, 45 year old man pretending to be a zoomer (laughs) on Twitter. And I didn't get a response really. They just replied. Okay. Because I guess the, these, the shit libs are starting to learn their lesson about getting into fights with people on Twitter that they will never win. Um, but I don't think I got reported for that. I certainly didn't do anything explicitly bannable like it wasn't hate speech it wasn't just rude. I don't know. Just yeah rude. just rude just which is rude. the point which is the point of twitter twitter is the world's largest comment section and everyone on it except for like new york times journalists seems to understand that being a dick to everybody else is the is is just the modus operandi the, honest well, to god it got kamala the vp it did the k hive <laughs> if like, i do not come VP back without the k hive if I do come back, I'm actually going to be nicer than ever, um, and I'm going to try to get in with the K Hive because I because I honestly think you know Kamala shadow president. I mean Biden doesn't know what's happening, so I'm going to like pitch that to them. It's like, hey, I, I Kamala's really the president. We all know what's up, and then I just want to see how their content goes as the uh, the the supposed presidency of Joe Biden proceeds. Um, I like, I, I'm certainly not going to kick that hornet's nest, dear God. But like, <laughs> I, I think now that the Trumpers are sort of, that the MAGA types are sort of scattered to the wind and infighting, that's probably like the most concentrated ball of crazy on Twitter. And the I K-Hive? just want to see. You think it's the yeah. K-Hive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're all right, you know, outside of the MAGA ball. You're right. Okay. Unity matters. Yeah. Like all the MAGA people are. I will say, um, I've been fucking around with like the stock market lately. Have you ever seen stock market Twitter? Um, possibly. it's wild. These people are all talking about like extrapolating max gains from like every inch of their life. It's really pretty crazy. Um, 
what's no. the overlap between that and like rise and grind Twitter or like it's like it's, it's it's strong a, overlap. Okay, that, 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 that diagram yeah. is a circle. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> then I've definitely seen it. I've definitely no, I'm it. in the stock Twitter, so it's not a circle. It's not like a well, perfect circle. Um, no, the, I've the, never the very I've, fringe of it. We're just Brendan is <laughs> Brent and Brendan just trying to play fantasy football with uh, with everything now. Just trying to <laughs> trying to make everything a fantasy draft. Um, I've never been suspended or anything from Twitter. I it honestly and Mike, Mike and I have talked about this before. I'm not ashamed of it. It's because I'm not a good poster. Frankly, I'm just not good at it. <laughs> like my shit on Twitter has ever has uh, always failed to evolve past. Like, can you believe that like they would say this thing and this thing happened? And like, like, I'm just bad at it. But what I, Mike's got to be thinking of this thing that came up last week and we, we didn't talk about it. Brendan reported me oh, as a yeah. as a bit. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, it's a good bit. You can't. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. It and is I especially because I got any yeah. other week I would not have felt bad, but last week I felt bad because he he got suspended for saying something rude, and then I got like a notification. It was like, yeah, we got him. We got his ass. Like, don't worry about it, Brendan. We got Mike. No, I, no problem. And I, I like I couldn't even like click in to see what tweet it was for. Anytime I've ever reported him. Somebody would honest to God look at it and go like, well, I don't know why you're reporting somebody for this. It just seems like he just no, he, that, he called that, you out for what you were doing. Yeah, but but this time you got an email the, letting you know that it was the a notification. Me. Yeah, or you got a notification. But what they got me for was something unrelated to that, which was I told uh, uh, Congressman uh, Paul Gossar, I think, uh, uh, from Louisiana. <sighs> and um, uh, he. Yeah, he said that uh, on back on the on the sixth, he said um, that leftist violence will not stop them uh, from uh, from doing the work of government. And I said, I'll show you violence, you ugly bitch. And um, well, what I did, I screenshotted his tweet so it wouldn't like go so he wouldn't see it or like it wouldn't come up in his (laughs) notifications. (laughs) <laughs> and but that wasn't enough just sc- yeah. screenshotting it to like put some distance between me and him so it wasn't like a direct threat wasn't enough and i got a 12-hour timeout and uh, i had to have uh matt add the podcast uh to uh d- the group chat and i think it was oh, uh, i forget who said it in the chat but called it the, the sleeping on the couch of online is having yes. to post from the having to sleep from the, the having to post from the podcast account because your main one is banned <laughs> sleep on the couch um i think what i reported him for was like my parents have a beach house in like south jersey and like during like mid pandemic my brother and i went down there and mike said something like oh brendan thinks he's better than everybody because he gets to post from like the side of a bay i was like oh fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and then like six months later they're like oh yeah we got him brendan don't worry about it this motherfucker found justice and it's like I, well, I, and I, I sent it to Mike in a text message, and the way I sent it was like absolutely no remorse, none. I just sent it to him. <laughs> and was like, "Got your fucking ass," and he's like, "You piece of shit!" Like I'm gonna get a permanent ban for this. Yeah, I, I've been on Twitter like, for 15 years. Yeah, you, you gotta can only, be. You, you can only get so many of these. Well, that's it. Like my account is, you know, what I, I've, I've, yeah, I've had it for nearly 12 years and I have 400 followers. It hasn't been used to like I've, I've not maximized the value of that time. <laughs> But uh, no, I, 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 I think I'd said that, uh, well, no, I, I feigned, uh, I, I said that you were on sabbatical because uh, for, for saying, for saying that you were going to do a Bataclan style attack on your dick and balls. And 
I don't think I reported and, you for that one though, because that, well, that's a good joke. I, I, I would. I only. That's why. That's why like I said you were. Shit. And I got to be honest. I said all you cards were away. Table, I rep- I've reported you more than once. It's now just like one <laughs> thing that I'm thinking back to. It was like three. Well, they yeah, they got a file on you now. That's yeah. the problem. You can't, That's what happened on my old account. It's like it's the thing that actually got me the first time. It was a weak suspension. Was I jokingly said to one of my uh, mutual follows that I was going to fucking kill him, bitch? I don't even remember in reply to what. Just like me being an idiot, and that got me a, an automatic seven week suspension for threatening language. Seven he didn't. Weeks. He didn't report me. I don't think. I don't think he's not the kind of guy who would. Well, not seven watch weeks, out. Seven sometimes, days, seven sometimes days. it's your closest friends that get you. There's. Even there's though, probably maybe. triggers for that sort of thing that right. basically if you, word if you post certain words that, that mm-hmm. yeah, it just, it's automatic. But that, that's what put me, bitch, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what put me on their hit list. So then once I sort of went, uh, uh, sicko mode, they decided, all right, we got to finally put this account down. But the IP ban to me is, is crazy though, because there's definitely people that I know I'm following their third and fourth accounts. Um, so I, I I I don't know how uh, how some get through and and others do not. I actually just refollowed um, uh, uh, CJ from from of of Eat Chain. Uh, <laughs> formerly uh, he he was uh, uh, he was future victim and that got banned, and then he was current victim and that got banned, and now he's back as TOS violator. So like, <laughs> couldn't make it more obvious okay. than what he's doing, but he's still but he's back a third time. So, so, so will the next one be future victim or how that, how's that going to work? I don't know. It's uh, pending re- repeat TOS <laughs> violator. <laughs> um, all right. I, I say we, uh, we ruined Seth a little bit and we oh, watched the, uh, the newest episode of Gridiron Heights. Let's check it out. Yeah. Uh, so let's click that watch together and uh, I'll hit play when everybody's ready. At last, my final four. And now, I'm the perfect QB. Really, a 43? On the bus? The 2007 team, though. I can't let you get that seventh ring, Tom. Ow, ow, my ribs. Oh, oh, give me a few weeks. Watch out. All Brady's weapons are number one options. Well, I don't know if we're all exactly equal. Oh, no. Stop ow, punching ow, Chauncey Garner-Johnson. Oh, dear. Now kneel before the ghost! I'll never kneel! I mean for him. <laughs> Look, I respect you guys so much. <laughs> I might be able to get a completion. Let's check in around the league. Oh, you hate to see him leading with their head. We could actually f***ing win this thing. Jared Happy! I choose you, Jared Goff! Goff, Goff. I already told you, nerds, I'm not doing this anime stuff. But I don't have the arm strength. Every dumb little completion. Oh no, Brady's ego is getting bigger. One of us has got to go! Is this the afterlife? Come, come talk on TV like one day a week forever. Damn. <laughs> so they really like, oh. Rams player. Okay. It's Aaron Donald. It's Aaron Donald. Um, Aaron Donald? Uh, you paused so, it. There's seven seconds left. Oh, sorry. I, I had, uh, had okay, enough. No, it was over. <laughs> <laughs> so don't ruin uh, can, it. Can I ask several questions right now? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so the first question is. Um, this is actually a question. It's a statement. This is giving me extremely severe, like internet 1.25 vibes. Like the, whenever like Penny Arcade was like the yeah. most popular web comic in the universe. That's what this, this gives me uh, the feeling of, which means that this is at least 15 years too late uh, for when it, it, it should be posted. Um, yeah. 
Second question, I guess, first real question, who's behind this? Like, why? Why? Uh, oh, we, we actually had the writer. We found his Twitter a while back and he had like he had like 600 followers, which is like way more than me, but not <laughs> enough to be doing this. Like, yeah. like that is no clout. Yeah, that is like like if you went to high school in 2009 and just like grew up in that online era, you have like 800 followers by accident. And this guy has 600 and he writes Gridiron Heights. Yeah, yeah. I so I'm assuming um, this will eventually be on Barstool Network uh, as part of their expansion. I think they're here to stay. Maybe Barstool will buy Bleacher Report. I'd actually be kind of curious which one is bigger. I think doesn't I mean, CBS own Bleacher Report. Yeah, though? Bleacher Report yeah. is backed by uh, I think they're like you know, like Viacom or something. Oh, like, okay. they, there's 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 massive money behind them. I seem well, to remember uh, Bleacher Report getting a lot of shoutouts during the March Madness tournament. Hmm. It's like check this out on Bleacher Report. Check out. Um, I will say having seen Mike, how many of these do you think we've seen at this point? Uh, we were watching five. We well, we used to do two a week. Now we just watch the newest one. We were trying to like catch up in the backlog, and we've kind of let that fall by the wayside. I'm gonna say that yeah, we're probably about probably about thirty so far. Okay, they they really like to make fun of people for getting hurt, mm, and that, this that's is wonderful. It's it's, <laughs> it's like it's the most violent sport. Like yeah, like Brady, like like forty two year old Breeze going, oh my ribs. You're just like. Yeah, he's he's forty. He's forty five. Like, yeah. of course, he's getting hurt. And uh, the big joke on Tony Romo in the beginning of the uh, the series was was uh, he was like a, like a cyborg. He had his a only phrase. line would be "I hate my bones." Yeah, he, he had a catchphrase. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, it, it, this is gonna sound. Are these all like a minute, minute and a half episodes? Sometimes yes, you'll get like a three minute one. But like mostly they keep it under 90 seconds. This is going to sound like an insane person statement, but a big weakness of this actual cartoon is that it's too short because there's, there's no, well, you haven't seen any of the three minute ones. Have you? (laughs) No, I've seen none of these until tonight, but there's no, there's no time for the jokes to breathe. I mean, comedy is all about timing and, like they just move from like da 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 and it's like okay you have to if you have a concept you have to like explain it a little bit and like let the joke breathe and and give human beings time to process like we're not supercomputers i mean you can't just go from like uh i don't even know bake i guess i was baker mayfield being attacked by a godzilla chad henny so that was the- that was so this was the yeah. anime episode they love to stick into like themes so that was okay. Attack on okay, Titan. Okay. Oh, okay. So I, I, okay. So not every episode of this is, is anime. Okay. No, that, they, that, they, are, they all look ugly, but, uh, but, but <laughs> the, this is the most, this is the most anime inspired one that we've seen so far. Okay. Uh, okay. Of course they've touched on, they, they did a 1917 episode of Gridiron Heights uh, that we okay. watched a few weeks ago. Uh, that didn't quite, didn't quite they, work. They, they seem, cause what we were doing in the beginning Complete, was, it, we would, I mean, they all are, but that right. one, Absolutely. That one especially. Hmm. Okay. We were watching one from the first season and one and the most recent one every week to try and like bring it together and have seen all of them. And maybe we'll yeah. get back to that. But like right now, I don't have the energy for it. Um, <laughs> and it was super disjointed in the beginning where it was like Gridiron Heights is a town and Roger Goodell is like the mayor of the town. And then everybody else has got like is just like random people in the town. 
and it didn't make a lot of sense and they weren't really trying to have it make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, now by like, I think this is season six, season five, mm-hmm. um, every week they seem to just spoof a movie or a concept. Yeah, now it's just NFL themed parodies, right. but um, there's, I mean, they, they all have to be a minute I, because they need to catch the target bleacher report demographics attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, as we said, like when, when we watched it on the show, like we would want to try to comment on things as they're happening. And it's impossible because no. you then miss if you have a, it, one sentence means that you miss a quarter of, of the jokes, uh, none of which are good. No. But like but I think you, you need everyone else to hear them so that everyone can just sigh heavily at the end. <laughs> the only thing we've ever given them credit for is they really pack in the jokes. They really throw them in. There so are said, no bad, no bad ideas at the Gridiron Heights writing table. Um, a couple mm. weeks ago, I talked to my friend Randy, who we'll probably have on at some point. Um, he's a he's like a graphic designer. He's like an animator, and I was like, Randy, I I want you to look at this. Uh, like, tell me what it takes to make this cartoon every week. And he said, like, like outside of the script. Um, the hardest thing about animating these cartoons is the mouth movement, but now they have like an Adobe app or something. I don't know. I'm not an animator. I want an answer, Ren. Then you come back with an answer. And he said that's the hardest part, but now they have like an app that does that. So you can do that almost live. Um, but he estimated to pump these out once a week. They have a team of like five people. Uh, anim- animators. animators. Is there, so there's money behind this? They're owned by CBS. Bleacher Report is owned by CBS. Sponsored okay, by okay. state and uh, oh, uh, you were you weren't making a joke when you no. said this was a Bleacher Report thing. No, I thought no. you guys were doing a bit. <laughs> well, no, I, thought I thought this was some random person on YouTube who, uh-uh. for God knows what reason, wanted to make. No, there's more integrity in the uh, the work of those people. Oh, is that the kid? I think so. We can pause. <laughs> it's fine. If you want to go check. Yeah, yeah. All right. You guys yeah. just vamp no for a minute. Um. All right. We started recording again. Seth's baby is fine. It's, She's fine. It's, it's fine, everyone. It's fine. Uh, um, I did want to say that this this episode I found pretty unfair to uh, anime people, of which I am not one. But like, they seem to like the whole gist of their anime thing was um, Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon. And I, mm-hmm. I I don't think most anime people would be very happy with that. I think there's a lot of other things that they like. Well, you know, you can yeah you you can only write what you know. Uh, you can't mm-hmm. expect you can't expect that the people who make uh Gridiron Heights have a very deep knowledge of anime. Yeah, I mean, they, I I have no intention of spending one minute and fifteen seconds of my life that I will not get back rewatching that. But given that you mentioned Attack on Titan, and it looks like. They've got a little guy, uh, Naruto, running in the corner on the uh, splash screen here. I recognize um, the Naruto running. Yes. The, I think yeah. Josh oh, was Allen that the head first thing? Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, I am sort of curious if I went back now that I understand that they're doing it a bit uh, of like, okay, other than Pokemon and um, Dragon Ball, are there any other obvious anime references? Now, the Attack on Titan one went completely over my head, and that's one I've, I'm familiar with, mostly because, I don't know, I see a giant lumpin' Chad Henney just shouting his name like Matt Damon from that one awful movie the South Park guys did a million years ago. And um, I, 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 that, that's not a punchline to me in, in, in any sense. They, do have, I, they, they don't have any punchlines. There's no, yeah. Uh, it's it's all the um. They have, well, they have a lot of punchlines. They have no jokes. 
Mm. I yeah, think that's, that's, that's a, a good a way, way to put it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's a better way to put it. No, you're right. It's all the um to steal the phrase from Jack Allison. Um, I seen that. That's all their humor. It's like, oh, I seen that. I know what he's talking about there. I seen that. I know mm. what that is. I seen that. Yeah, it's um well it, it it's why not, you know? <laughs> they're, it's, the, it's a clearly a very successful form of entertainment. I would write That's, for this show. If they asked me to come join the writing staff. Yeah. Oh, uh, don't sure. don't debase yourself, please. Um yeah. <laughs> the whole style that you've described reminds me of those um Seltzer and Friedberg Friedman movies that were popular for a minute in the the uh, not another teen movie a disaster movie yeah yeah those. where the parodies were literally just oh we've we've seen a preview of an upcoming movie let's throw it into the film um, which I think at least one time resulted in one of those movies parroting a movie that had not yet come out in theaters. Um, but that right. that's that is the vibe that I get from this that they're just they they are at the one percent shallowest level of understanding whether it's anime or or the year nineteen seventeen and and they're just throwing it in in a, a ninety second sort of I, yeah I don't even yeah. know what you describe it Do you as. guys know what I'm trying to figure it out what was the straw that broke the camel's back with those not in other movies. What they was stopped the making one? money. I mean, that's yeah. no, no, no. I think no. Like, people, what was the last film that they made? I, you know, yeah. I looked this was up it the, the pirate day. movie, the disaster movie? Not another disaster I, movie. I just looked this up. Give me one second. It's really hard to find on uh, IMDb. I'm looking up not another, and it keeps wanting to redirect me to uh, actual films. Right. More titles. The next. last, the last one I see on here. Not another sci-fi movie is what I see. Okay, I see something called Super Fast in 2015, which was a uh, Fast and Furious parody. Um, I Yeah, I guess that's the last one. I don't see anything here. You said sci-fi movie? I just look up Not Another on IMDb and look through the title matches. Huh. Well, I wonder if there's like an entire other set of people like a second level of hell of people doing even worse versions of these parodies where it's oh like just trying to cash in on the success of like, uh, let's see here, vampires suck and the starving games and meet the Spartans. <laughs> How about this one in 2011? Not meet another <laughs> meet the Spartans. I remember not another, not another movie from 2011 uh, starring Chevy Chase and Burt Reynolds. Uh, and the description is follows follows a struggling movie studio that's willing to do anything to make a mint, even if it means ruining their reputation and running the movie movie industry into the ground. Not another, not another movie. Okay, that's yeah. It's uh, it became too meta, and Good. and that's yeah. where they lost it all. It was fine before, but I, then I was they, more they, stuck they pulled, on like they, they got the- Burt Reynolds and Chevy Chase. They pulled the curtain back a little too far. Well, uh, you know, uh, Chevy Chase, uh, easy to come by the last uh, the mm-hmm. last ten years. Um, he he got kicked off the only show that would have him with Community. So, um, and, well, all right, I think we can we can kind of put a button on the uh, the the Gridiron Heights talk, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. for a moment, I think we can take. The time, Seth. We don't know anything about you. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What, what uh, sports-wise? What do you What do you got going on in your life? Um, 
sports wise. I mean, I could talk about what we we when before recording the the baseball. As oh yeah, we're it, certainly fa- getting to that fan fiction. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. Um, I mean, I I grew up. I mean, I still live in Ohio. Um, but my primary sports rooting interest is the Philadelphia Eagles for maybe the single dumbest reason you will hear on this show or ever. Very Um, interested. When I, when I was like five or six and first started getting into sports, um, you remember those like little gumball machines that like would give you like little mini football helmets. If you put in a quarter, like at the grocery store. Yeah. 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 Okay. The first one I got was a Philadelphia Eagles helmet. And like I, my sports fandom was not, set in any way so i just started rooting for the eagles because that was the first one i got you saved yourself um, some pain there as an ohio person like not yes not gravitating towards the browns or the Bengals. but I, there was plenty of other pain except for one uh wonderful moment two years ago or three years ago i mean you know how long ago it is now time is extremely fake um but yeah it, it paid off once exactly and it's already gone <laughs> back to being just the shittiest possible sports fandom fa- filled with complete psychos top to bottom yeah we're both I've, south jersey uh born and bred here so are um, you eagles fans then i am Somehow everything no. but the kind of the opposite of you i'm everything but the eagles in a very oh, okay. s- but in a very similar situation in like 93 94 95 somewhere in there actually it was uh during the niners super bowl 94 I, they had like I remember watching the Super Bowl '94. I remember there was like mm-hmm. some Indiana Jones halftime show, and then I remember when I was like 10 or 11, just like hating every Eagles fan that was like openly an Eagles fan at school. So I was like, yeah, I like the 49ers. I always have. Okay. The, I mean, you. Uh, no, I became a Cowboys fan uh, mm. through through peer pressure. Yeah. Uh, the the way I the way I remember it was standing in the the uh, my kitchen. Uh, uh, me and my friend Joe. Yeah, we, we, we took your different, friend. Yeah, well, Brendan's laughing. He and I took very different paths. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man who uh, said he knew to me when I was like nineteen or twenty. Said he knew a bookie, and me and my friend Steve used to place bets through him until we won one, and he was like, "Yeah, no money." And it turns out he just had like a a crip, crippling opioid addiction was just taking all the money. He's like, yeah, uh, Brendan, a- Steve, we'll, we'll take your bets, but only four team plus parlays. Okay. That's it. Yeah. It's like big bets or don't show up. <laughs> it's a great scam. I can't, but, you can't hate too much on that, but uh, no, that was not the scam. He, he, he was very, it was, bets that you just take. I'm going <laughs> to say it was 1994. I don't know. 1993. Um, and, uh, just standing there. And I said that I thought I was, uh, I think I said that I was going to be an Eagles fan or so, uh, uh, so I, something to that extent, I think I was going to get on board with the Eagles. And then, um, and he said, the Eagles suck, be a Cowboys fan. And I just said like, well, I guess if that's true, I don't know enough to know otherwise. So I c- this is the only source of information I have and I'm going to choose to believe him. And then he uh, didn't stick with the Cowboys. Well, he became a Jaguars fan when they became. But I mean, to his credit, <laughs> that's so like, funny. He's like, no, it's America's team. And there's like 1998 game. He's like, yeah, fuck this. I'm out. I'm out. We have yeah, our uh, 90, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the t- little, little, little treat. And he's like, yeah, I'm done. Out. So. Uh, so I've been uh, and and again, uh, much like you said with the Eagles, there was I, I I did get to enjoy Super Bowl Thirty, 
which happened in 1996. Uh, so I was eight years old uh, <laughs> when uh, during that game. And uh, no, almost nothing good has happened since. Uh, but what are you going to do? Uh, so now uh, I just uh, pretend to be fans of uh, of other teams until someone yells at me. Um, so that's why the, <laughs> the podcast. That's why the podcast account has um, Bills Mafia Chiefs Kingdom House divided as the display name. I've been I've been pretending to be a Bills fan, uh, saying that uh, technically they're New York's only team, and um, and and we have to support them, um, which is undermined by me having lived in New Jersey for 25 years. <laughs> I am, I am a 49ers fan as, 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 as I mentioned, but, um, and you can attest to this, Mike, you were there when I watched them lose the Super Bowl. Like I didn't get that upset. Like, no, I, you're sitting next to me wearing a Patrick Mahomes jersey. <laughs> yeah. Mike was wearing a Patrick Mahomes jersey. The, the big Cowboys fan, the big man. <laughs> um, I didn't get that upset and I don't hate the chiefs and I also don't hate the bills. Um, but I will say, like, this is the official – we get to officially just, like, pick a horse in this race at this point. Um, the Bills are boring as hell. Like, I don't want the Bills to go to the Super Bowl. That sucks. We're going to have to watch these dorks jump through tables. Like, It's uh, Allentown now, man. Al- like, I get it. I understand the Bills Mafia. I'm happy you're happy. But, like, <laughs> keep it out of my life. I don't want this. No, uh, no you, you took the Super Bowl loss well um, when the – uh, when the Sixers got knocked out of the playoffs by the the, the Kawhi Leonard uh, that hurt shot, that, so much that you, you took that very poorly. You're down for about a, <laughs> you're down for about a week after that. Yeah, that hurt so much more. Uh, also, today, COVID is not the only thing that comes out of China because I got a twenty five dollar <laughs> cream color Ben Simmons jersey in the mail. There you go. Uh, and it's great. It looks it looks uh, close enough that I wouldn't give a shit that it was fake. Now and. Um, did did you go with Ohio sports for uh, uh for for everything else or did you uh or or just uh, spread out all over? Mostly, for for some reason. Well, actually, no. There's a specific reason. But when I was a kid, I was like a Toronto Blue Jays baseball fan starting out, and the only reason I and I I remember this because I had a Joe Carter signature glove in Little League, and and the only reason I can think of is I watched the uh, the walk off homer in '93 when I was cool, like man, six. yeah, that's cool. And it's like, yeah, that's a you're that age. You're like, oh, that's cool. I'm gonna root for that team. But I mean, eventually, I gravitated towards uh, the, the Cleveland baseball franchise of Upper Sandusky and Greater Cuyahoga, <laughs> um, because I mean, literally, all my friends were were uh, Cleveland fans. And say it. I, I'm not going to say it. it. If they're getting rid of it, I, I'm not going to say Are it, they getting rid They said they're getting rid of it this year, right? Next year. Next, next year. So they can get year. one. Yeah, yeah. One last okay. year to cash in. Right. Then, yeah. All the MAGA guys got to buy their gear somehow, first. Give them a full year. The, somehow Cleveland, the final say, the Cleveland Indians handled their, their, the removal of their racist team name and racist logo worse than the Washington football team did. If you are doing something worse than Dan Snyder, you need to seriously reconsider yeah. your entire life. Yeah, I got to say, I don't understand the, the gap now that you've told me there's a gap. Like, why do we have to say Cleveland? Why do we have to say that for another year? Why do we have to say that for another year? Like I said, it's like can cash in. I mean, it's it's really very this will officially kind of... become in 2022. This will officially become racist. Yes, that is what they're that is what they're saying. It is not racist now. Get 
get your hats and your jerseys in as quickly as you can, but because next year it's racist. I don't remember well, who said it in one of the various group chats we're in, but somebody was like, the, the New England Patriots are going to be the next team that has to change their name. And I, thought that was so <laughs> That's, I think it might have been Lou. Uh, Bangle uh, our, Lou. Our, our Lou. Our our, our friend Tim uh, is from Virginia, and uh, he is a is a is a Washington football team fan, and he's been uh, for as long as I've known him uh, for like seven years has been avoiding saying it anytime anyone ever asks. Like, like oh, who's your team? He's like, oh, uh, DC. Like, Sorry, he's like the the Redskins. <laughs> Just like it's been that it was that for for a long time. Um, and now, uh, uh, now I just get to say Washington football team can can be proud again, except for <laughs> everything else that everything you know about uh, the the way that uh, the team is run and that the cheerleaders are abused. But we yeah, love now the you can say the team is the team name is is maybe the only thing that'll hold them above water at this point because <laughs> everything else is really pulling them down. Still, it's got such incredible novelty. People love it. Yeah, people. people- People thought like if when it first hit, people were like, "This is stupid," and then like immediately, people were like, "Oh, the logo looks better. Like it's it's got sort of a classic kind of throwback sense to it." Yeah, uh, the, the helmets are good with the with the number, and yeah, uh, they, it's also on on Twitter when like in the the trending topics in the sidebar when they're playing, it'll say like Seahawks versus football team, uh, which is <laughs> which is also really good. Yeah, they should just keep it. I mean, they're not any any sort of cash in name. I think they were talking about doing like the Washington Red Tails or something like that. I mean, it's just going to look like an extremely cynical money grab. And unfortunately, that's the only thing Dan Snyder knows. So I yeah, assume they're going to be I like, think, yeah, yeah, the Washington Veterans or the Washington Wounded Warriors or something next year. <laughs> yeah, if they're yeah, really yeah. cynical, if I really the problem is nobody ever leans into the cynicism. If they're really cynical, they'll change the name every year. New logos, new names, new uniforms every year, and make these uh, these uh, pay pigs that they have as their fans just ca- cash out every single year. That, by the way, it happens in soccer. I mean, not as far mm-hmm. as like team name goes, but like. The jerseys are updated every single year. For a long time, it was every two years, but now, like, uh, for for all the, the big clubs, there is a different home away and like third alternate every single year. Is how and- different? I know they change the third alternate. Like they, that third jersey is like vastly different every year. But how different well, are the home and away jerseys in, in any given year? Uh, well, like uh, Arsenal, most of the time. Uh, I mean, Arsenal. Uh, for example, they they started the deal with Adidas last season, and the home the the home kit is always you know red shirt white sleeves uh the way last year was uh the yellow what what gets called the bruised banana which is like from the 93 90 it's inspired by the the one that adidas did in like 93 94 um and then this year it's uh, it's all white um so they they've it's vastly different it's okay. drastically different <laughs> um and people will buy them all, which is why I'm surprised that uh, American sports. I mean, but the NBA is actually shifting that direction. Yeah, I was about the, to the, just the ask. city edition jerseys are are doing that. Yeah, um, but uh, but so it surprised me with uh, with all the others that they don't. They they do it for like specific little events. Like you can uh, you know you can get your uh, salute to service. Um, you thank know, God. hats and jerseys and all that. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> um, the. <laughs> Like I, I, it's the 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 easiest way to pick out someone you don't want to talk to is if they're wearing this anything the, the salute to service uh, <laughs> memorabilia. 
do you remember that time, uh, Mike, when when I came home from Christmas with my my family, and uh, my parents bought me a, a, a hoodie that was at least the size too big for me, and it, it was an Under Armour hoodie, so it was like seventy dollars, and it was like real tree on the logo on my chest, so it was like oversized and just shit. It's <laughs> like, well, I, thank, thanks for the I thought, came, guys. I came in. You're just wearing it on the couch. And I just said, I'm like, you're looking awful country strong. And you just went, God damn it. I told my <laughs> one of one of my buddies worked for the NFL in, in some capacity. I'm still not totally clear how. And at a bachelor party for like a different one of our friends, he just brought a bunch of the like generic NFL snapbacks that they like. I think that it's like that one picture of like Rob Lowe or somebody was wearing, he just like had dozens of them and just like giving them away. Cause like he knew this, this bachelor was like the one chance he had to get rid of this box full of like stupid NFL, like just the shield and nothing else hats. And I think I that, still have one. I, I know I had one before our last move. I, I may have tossed it that time, but I had it for a while just cause it was the stupidest thing you could wear. I, w- I was just watching through it. Uh, yeah, I, I was just watching through a, a few Connor O'Malley videos last night, and he wears one. In, in a few of the videos, he has one <laughs> where where every character that he plays or he talks to is the dumbest person alive. So, so yes, that's. Uh, I think I thought it was a really nice touch that he has the like just NFL hat as as a as a classic dumb guy thing to have. If you work for the league and you just get them all, I mean, hey, like that, um, that I'm some stuff I wish got held on to. Um, uh, my, my dad has worked at a, a, a tire shop in New Jersey for my entire life. Um, and a, one of the customers uh, worked for NFL Films because they were just down in, in, in Mount Holly, um, where Brendan currently resides. Um, Brendan, say your, say your address. Give, your, give out your social security number. Uh, you're cutting out. You might want to check your Wi-Fi. Uh, uh, um, but uh, no, and and uh, he would just get a bunch of free NFL films merch, and <laughs> uh, and there's a picture of like at uh at, at some youth football game that I was playing in when I was like 11, and there's a picture of me like my uh my whole family, and I saw the NFL film sweatshirt my dad has. I'm like, if that like that would be three hundred dollars on eBay now if anyone could get that. I'm just like I can't. Uh, like the that's got it. I hope it's in a bin somewhere. I I I, I want it. <laughs> I I uh, I remember way back, probably like ten years ago. I coached a kid whose like parents it, both worked for NFL Films, and I was talking to the kid about it. It was like, so what do they what do they do? And he was just like immediately he was like, they fucking hate it. They they hate their job. Like they have to talk to all these like like people from the teams and they have to like help people uh, like do voiceovers for games and they have to go through highlights and cut them up. I was like, what? Like, this sounds like the best job in the world. Why are your parents so fucking miserable? Yeah. I mean, I I will say talking to people from the teams can be either somewhere between fascinating and, and the most banal conversation you've ever had with anyone in your life, depending on how much they're talking in cliche speak. Um, but other, well, other than that, time. I mean, right. Other than that, I mean, like, all right, you just sit in a room all day and you're watching highlights and you just got to try to figure out. Um, 
is there, you know, oh, it, it, should I put it like this bone crushing hit in or like this hit that clearly gave this guy multiple concussions in one play? I think like young bright eyes Brendan was more more stuck on the fact that just like I was 22 or 23, like I would have killed for a job at NFL Films when I was 22 or 23. And these these two people both worked there and they both just hated it. And it's like there are hundreds of people who would climb over your body to get this job. And you're just like, you fucking hate it. Yeah, it sucks, actually. Well, then again, you know, it's uh, it's impossible to uh, uh, appreciate, uh, you know, the, <laughs> once you're in it for if you're in it for long enough, uh, I suppose uh, you just grow resentful. I have not met anyone who actually works in professional sports, though, and I, I have I, I can't imagine imagine what it would be like. Um, or I mean, like uh, from I guess front office people are probably like, you know, just probably like talking to most other people in like sales or something. Um, but like the idea of like having to talk to like NFL like coaches or players, I'm like I I. Uh, there are like the the clever ones end up on TV. All the rest of them who go to God knows what after their careers. I have no idea what these people are like. I can't even imagine what have, like spending an hour with them would be like. I think that like with a lot of the the NFL coaches who who because most of them have no interest in answering your questions at all, and you like you could write a Bill Belichick interview before you ask him the questions. Like, you know what he's going to say Yeah, when next I... week, this and that. Just like, and if I were in that situation, I think I would just like get snarky way too quick and I'd be fired immediately. And just like, <laughs> yeah, on to next week. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Bill. Like, whatever, man. Well, thanks. Do you, do you think like you and Matt Patricia could have fun, like having a weekend together in like New Orleans? I don't think you want to have any kind of weekend fun with Matt Patricia in, in any, <laughs> that is not a guy you want to be hanging out with on the weekends, especially well, New Orleans, especially. I mean, that, that is a city. Nobody spends more than 30 seconds sober in at any time. Um, but around him particularly, that's, that's bad news. Seems like I, I heard the new Lions coach did something crazy today. He gave like a really unhinged like, <laughs> first interview. I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it? I, I did. It's, I, it's, I've, it's, seen, I've seen bits of it. I mean, talk about like eating someone's kneecaps or something. I don't know. Like the sports sports media was like all up in time. I'm like, oh, this this guy's so wacky and crazy. And like normal people's reaction was like, this guy's a fucking imbecile. Like okay. one of my one of my friends in our group chat um sent a text about it and just like they're gonna go 0 and 16 again. This guy's an, a moron. And of course, like I'm sure like Stephen A. Smith or maybe not Stephen A. Smith, but like Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman's gonna be all about this tomorrow morning. Be like, this guy's exactly what the lines no, he's he's this fucking guy who got fired from Miami for snorting Coke off a stripper or something. Like, how did this guy become a head coach? Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's him or I'm just okay. slandering him, which, which I believe is the point of this podcast. And we'll just ban you. That's fine. That's correct. <laughs> I'll get banned and you're not worth uh, it. Yeah, Brendan, it, yeah. It's actually, it's worth playing on the show. Uh, of, of, you of posting, I, I posted the link in the watch together. Okay. In the watch together. Or I put it, I posted it in the chat. Okay. I don't okay, know if it'll okay. work in the watch together, actually. No, I'll, I'll just literally. unplug my mic. My, we'll be able to hear it. Maybe. Uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right. And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. 
and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. What and when fuck? we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before, before long, we're going to be the last one standing. All right, that's going to be the mentality. So this team's going to be built on. Uh, we're going to. That keep was just gobbledygook. All right, and that was like absolute back, nonsense. Gonna... None of that meant anything. You're going to. You're going to hear two. Sh- you're going to hear two shots. You're going to hear two. B- you're going to hear me pulling the trigger and then you're going to hear me hitting the ground. All right. You're going to hear two by me biting your first kneecap and me biting your second kneecap. I mean, what the fuck? I, I had not. I had not seen that entire or that chunk of it. I mean, I just seen I, I just heard the sound bite of him talking about the kneecaps. I'm just like. I, I, it is good to know that with Donald Trump banned from Twitter, there are still incompetent white men out there who are willing to say just complete gibberish at length on on camera. So I'm glad we Turns will not out. be deprived of that content uh, like, in like the immediate that, future. That wasn't the Al Pacino speech from from, uh, you know, uh, Jesus Christ. I, I, I almost said a few good yards. Uh, what the fuck is that movie? Any given Sunday. No, that, that, that was, no, that was correct. <laughs> a few good yards. Jesus Christ. Um, you had it right. That, a few good yards. Uh, yeah, that wasn't that speech. He wrote that shit down. And he delivered that in like a business-like mentality where they're like, what, is your, what are your goals for the quarters? Like, well, we're going to bite a lot of kneecaps. We're going to bite some other kneecaps. Like, who was that motivating even? That was awful. The other team, the they're gonna, they're 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 gonna get asked at the bottom of a pile if they're gonna get their kneecaps bitten all day, or they're gonna be when they're when they're down thirty, they're gonna be like, "What are you gonna bite my kneecaps about it?" Mm. That's uh, what's gonna happen. That was really rough. I can't believe that. Apparently, I, uh, he I, interviews I, well. <laughs> I, I yeah, for, the, for the two seasons he actually coaches, um, I, I, he will definitely provide some entertaining sound bites. But I'm guessing somewhere around the 30th loss of his career, he's going to be pretty uh, despondent sounding. Uh, they're going to be bad, too, because I don't I, I, is Matt Stafford a free agent or is he just going to leave? I think he's just going to demand a trade at some point. Right. There's I mean, been a lot of teams talking about signing Matt his life. Stafford. If Watson can force his way out of Houston, I mean, I think Matthew Stafford has had multiple uh, get-out-of-jail-free cards from Detroit at this point. I mean, how many of his decent skill position players have they run off now? Yeah, I mean, Calvin Johnson just decided it's not worth it. (laughs) Uh, Calvin Johnson popped up the other day talking about Deshaun Watson when Deshaun Watson demanded a trade and he was just like, yeah, he's fucking right. Like these guys are <laughs> terrible ever since they hired. And I don't remember his name ever since they hired this guy. Like it's all shit. It's all terrible. It was like, I retired early because they're so bad. He's like, yeah, okay, that's fair. I'll listen to you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Seth, would you like to tell us about your, 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 your baseball fan fiction? I can't say it without sure, that tone. Sure. Cause it sounds uh, so ridiculous to me. I hope to, well, it's uh, extremely ridiculous. Hope I'm going to love it. Okay. So starting last summer during the, the COVID shutdown, um, I ran a simulated season in uh, MLB The Show uh, 2020. Um, and I was doing – at the when I started, I was doing daily recaps. Are either – were either of you fans of um, – Craig Calcaterra when he was writing at uh, at Hardball Talk before he got uh, unceremoniously dumped like every other sports writer who makes more than like $3 an hour does. Uh, Craig Calcaterra at large, not necessarily when he was with any given 
uh, media outlet. I am like I follow him on Twitter. I like him. Oh, I, don't, okay. I don't know when I started following him, though. I mean, his whole bit was something like he would do daily recaps called something like and that happened. And I think he still does it on his like sub stack or whatever he has now to try to make money. Um, but the the original idea was I was just going to do like a more humorous version of that and like recap each game. And I think by like the second uh, posting, it was just it was basically just stream of conscious, completely unhinged. Like I, I had no drafts, no plans. Um, I would just like take the games and just like write complete insane bullshit. Um, and I think, I mean, people encouraged me, which, which really speaks to the failure of the education system in this country. Um, but I, I, it was fun for a while. I mean, I like having a creative outlet. Um, how long I, did you do it? So I burned out extremely hard because I, I felt, I, calc- I did sure. the, I did the numbers later and I think I was writing like 3000 words a day. Plus I was doing maybe not 3000, but it was, it was a lot. Um, and it was, cause I mean, it's like, it's 15 fucking games. I was doing like 15 pieces of micro fiction every single day. Um, plus like monthly recaps of like what happened, like who the statistical leaders For were. For what team? The, the, uh, all of them, the, all of them, oh, all of them, okay. the whole league. That's why it was, it was way too much to do. So you only, you started this in like, like when the baseball season would have started and you made it to like the end of March, maybe mid April. I I made it, I made it till I think the end of May, whenever. So I actually know when I shut it down. I'm impressed. It was when the George Floyd protest started and somewhere between like just severe creative burnout and this seems like really frivolous in light of the fact that maybe we have an actual race war. Right. We got I, I other shit to do right now. I, yeah. I just couldn't do it anymore. And then I already said, like, I'm only running it through July or whenever the actual season started. And I just, I basically shut down a month early. Um, I, I've tried to start it up again. And if there is, is, is interest, even though I'm not on Twitter at present, I, I will continue a high cat. Um, Sorry, I'm breaking uh, KFB here, but if there is interest, I'll I'll keep it going. I mean, I did one update and then my Twitter got suspended. So I'm like, you know what? I don't it, it, I don't have the motivation to do this because, um, like, if I have no readership. I mean, I was trying to shift it to a weekly thing, so it'd be, and just do like pick and choose like whichever games like because like, I was like actually running the Sims, so I could see like what happens inning by inning. Um, so like, and some games like weird shit just happens because the, the AI controlling the teams are imbeciles and they'll leave like a reliever in for like six innings for no reason while he's getting shelled. And, you know, you can, you can build stuff off of that. And I was trying to make it more about the actual writing as opposed to the minutia of like individual stats and individual performances. Cause nobody actually gave a shit about that except for me. Like nobody cares that like Ronald Acuna, no hit one like, saw this happen. Yeah. 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 Ronald Acuna hit like 108 extra base hits. And that's like a record for like a 22 year old. But it's like, nobody gives a shit. That didn't actually happen. They just want people were actually into my writing. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm completely baffled by that, but I will write for you people. Um, but it you sounds know. fun. Honestly, it's a fun premise because in any given, you know, MLB season, there's enough bullshit to, keeps ESPN right I mean baseball I I mean I understand why people think it's boring but I personally think it's inherently the funniest sports and uh, all of the funniest sports gifts have are usually baseball gifts like 
have you seen the give of the like the Yankees fans like taunting some dude and they're all just like the most Yankees fans people possible like uh, and they're all just fucking mocking some guy because he couldn't make a catch in foul territory I mean there's I don't uh, know baseball is is probably like the funniest uh, unintentionally the funniest yes sport. yes yeah oh it's never intentionally funny it's unintentionally funny because it takes itself so seriously but baseball itself is an extremely difficult game to play so these grown men making millions of dollars to play this game just like fuck up in completely bizarre ways i mean everybody knows that the clip of canseco taking the goddamn baseball off his head for a home run i mean that nothing like that could happen in another sport Right, I think a lot about that Knobloch yeah. season. No, no, he couldn't throw to first. <laughs> like he hit Keith funny. Olbermann's mom. He yeah. hit Keith Olbermann's mom with the with the throw that went into the stands. I think maybe part of the reason baseball is the funniest sport unintentionally is uh, it, the guaranteed contracts. He's like, yeah, he mm. fucked up, but like he signed for six years. Like he's gonna get paid. Like somebody fucks up like that in football, like Chuck Knobloch, and like they're on their ass in two weeks, and like destitute. In baseball, he's like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's fine. He's yeah, Hansel, Hansel Robles keeps getting jobs, even though every time he gives up a home run, he points to the sky like it's a pop-up. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just didn't get under that one, yeah. <laughs> just like he's <laughs> an inch. Um, my, my baseball thing lately has just been, like, the Phillies are back, baby. The classic Phillies are back. The Phillies, the Phillies who trade for JT Real Muto with their best prospect refused to sign him in season, and now they're in a bidding war with the Braves. And like, who the fuck do you think he's gonna want to sign with? Like, the Braves are really good, and uh, yeah, the Phillies are just like back to being completely like the Phillies, seventy nine and eighty four, whatever, whatever the math works out to for one hundred and sixty two games. Just not terrible, but not good. Certainly, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that that's what you see. You see Bryce Harper. You see Bryce Harper forcing himself off the team eventually. I mean, nobody's ever going to take that contract. He's he's a Philly for life. I I like Bryce Harper. (laughs) I don't think he voted for my guy or anything, but whatever. I think he's fine. I don't I don't think any baseball player voted for in in any way that we would (laughs) find. Well, Harper, you know what he was doing? He did the whole thing where. Um, he was like posting that like Utah saved the children underground railroad thing. And it turns out they were like complete wing nuts who were like pushing the Wayfair QAnon conspiracy. And I'm just like, okay, we just need to get him to listen to true Anon and we can push him all the yeah. way, all the way to being totally Epstein pilled and, and it'll be fine. Like, listen, you're in a safe space, Bryce. We all agree yeah. about Epstein. Like, listen to yeah. these two. The, the one So the one update I did get to do uh, before I was banned was about the Phillies. And it was explicitly about how the AI in the offseason had had signed Trevor Bauer and Yasiel Puig to the Phillies. (laughs) So just like the most toxic combination of personalities remotely possible in baseball on one team. And I did not do it. I, I, I seriously think sometimes the game just knows how to fuck with people uh, the most. Um, because one of my really good friends uh, is a, you might be following him, uh, Hagelbon on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like, he's a diehard Philly sports guy and probably nobody on earth gets like more genuinely upset when whatever Philly sports team fucks up than he does. So it, it just felt to me like the game was trying, was somehow reaching across the ether and just torturing him by putting Trevor Bauer and, 
Puig, who turns out to be a fucking rapist on his team. And I, I messaged him as soon as it happened. Well, I said, well, guess who Trevor Bauer and Yasuo Puig were? And he's like, God damn it. So, Can't even stand it in the simulation. It's no, so unacceptable no. even in the simulation. Yeah. Honest God, if the Phillies tomorrow signed those two players. I I, would, uh, I, I, I think Bauer's probably going to end up with the Mets. I mean, there's been a lot of smoke there. And it's like the 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 super rich guy who controls the team. I mean, I think he's sort of just playing uh, toy soldiers a bit. And he just like wants to, to add everybody he can. And that's not a bad strategy. That's going to be... Right. I think it's going to be fun for Mets fans. And it's a very like zig when everybody else zags mm. strategy because like nobody spends money yeah. anymore. If you want to spend money, you can put together a super team. And right. It's a very zig when every other team put together like a five hundred million dollar slush fund to re to reelect Trump. And now they're crying broke. So that right. guy, that guy doesn't have yeah. to worry about Oh, it. We don't have fans. We don't have fans oh, this my year. God. What a why? Um, no, that does kind of like tickle the right sort of like like spider senses in me and that like the dodgers are feigning interest in bauer now just to drive the price yeah up it, and you know it, there's they're never no, gonna sign it, it reminds me a little bit of the harper signing where they they said like oh yeah the giants are going to give him 40 million a year and like there was never a real signing it was just scott boris playing yeah. the uh playing the teams against each other um i mean so i mean who's bauer's agent is it is it Boris? It's Boris. I yeah, think. I mean that's what he's great at. I mean he's gonna get. I mean, and Bauer himself has been blowing smoke up teams' ass. Like I'm just gonna sign for like 25 million one year deals. Like no, he's gonna get 200. Yeah, million. he did that thing. He did that thing where he said his his uh his buddy. If I ever sign a deal longer than one year, you can shoot me in the dick with a paintball gun. And he probably will thing. do it because he's a fucking. He's he's like if Barstool Sports had coalesced into a guy who figured out he could be really good at baseball if he just slathered both his hands with pine tar. Uh, He's going to be president one day. Uh, his agent is uh, uh, Rachel Luba, who I know people are always mad at. Oh, okay. I thought it was Boris. What? What, no, it's, uh, what was that name? Uh, Luba. Uh, Ra- Rachel Luba. The only, uh, the only I, agents... I, yeah, the only agents I know are Boris and then that, like, that... I can't remember his name. It was, he was representing Albert Pujols, and like he got Pujols by pretending he was like this big evangelical Christian, like very you know worshipful guy. And then there were like pictures of him like snorting coke off of hookers in Miami and all this other stuff. And somehow Albert never fired him, so I guess he's he's a pretty slick talker. Uh, Rachel Luba. I mean, he still believes in God, so it's fine. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, inc- incredible uh, Twitter bio: MLB player, agent, attorney. At Luba Sports Boxer, former UCLA gymnast, co-host Corked Up. Corked Up? Yeah. Corked Up, baby. She has... um, uh, She apparently uh, got listed in the uh, Forbes 30 under 30. She is 28 years old. Hmm. (laughs) She's 20 years old. Good for her. You're, hey, you're going to make a lot off. of money. You're going to make a lot of money off your sexist, red-pilled, in, insane dipshit that even the other sexist, red-pilled, insane dipshits who play baseball think takes it too far. Uh, she, uh, not in Biden's America, all right? That shit's done. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, that's right. And COVID's over, too, right? Yeah, just like yeah, just like they promised. COVID's over. It's January 21st. We're done with that shit now. Go back to your uh, life. 
but I know that people are uh, mad at Rachel Luba, I, although I never know why, because I don't follow her or Trevor Bauer. Um, I just see people complain about them or mention them occasionally. But I do see that she uh, 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 tweets in the uh, uh, when Buster only tweeted that Michael Brantley uh, signed his deal. And then she said, LMAO, y'all out here saying Bauer outages, playing with your emotions, and then two crying, laughing emojis. And just like, I don't need this from a player's agent. This is extremely annoying. People are right about you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd have to be that kind of psycho, I think, to represent someone like Bauer. Or, well, I'm putting, I'm reversing it. Like, he would look for, like, a psycho agent. Like, he's not going to hire someone who's just sort of coldly professional like boris or even even though boris constantly goes on tv and makes just completely bizarre analogies about his players i'm kind of surprised that trevor bauer isn't one of those like uh richard sherman just like i'm gonna resent uh represent myself types it's just like he strikes me as the very sort of like joe rogan intellectual that would be like well <laughs> I'm not going to give 20% of this away. Like I can do a better job than most of these agents anyway. Rachel Luba looks like a woman who has like a lot of keychains. <laughs> That's my mom you're talking about. Back <laughs> off, buddy. She she has a hair color that I've always described as medical assistant red. Uh, they're just like a very unnatural red color that seems to be popular among medical and dental assistants. Mm. Um, I think this is uh, as good a place as any to uh, end it for the evening. How are you guys? How are you guys feeling about that? That sounds good. Um, I my my wife came down a, a few minutes ago to get a snack or something, and I had not told her I was recording a podcast tonight. <laughs> nor have I ever recorded a podcast in my entire life. Um, th- like I said, this is the only second time anybody online would have heard my voice. The other time, uh, I lost a bet uh, when Shohei Otani debuted. Um, I basically said he was going to suck because um, he had like a horrible spring training. And then it turned out, like, no, he's like a god and he's like great at pitching and hitting. And then he got hurt. So I, the bet was basically like if he sucked, if he was good um, for the whole season, uh, I had to eat a bug. So I, there's a recording <laughs> of me on YouTube. Yeah, you ate me. that bug. I ate a bug. I ate a bug. Um, so that's the only other time anybody online would have heard my voice and, and see my face as well. Um on top of that, there's a apparently completely unironic uh, comment on that YouTube video from someone that something along the lines of like, uh, I'll subscribe if you film yourself wearing jeans and stepping on the bug instead. I'm just like, hmm, I think this is the last time I will ever record myself online. And then so I don't know what kind of weird shit I'm going to get. You got to tap get a- into your earnings potential. <laughs> yes, the, the the freak shows who who love watching crush videos. That's that's who I need to. That's who I need to get reading uh, the, <laughs> the, the the baseball fiction blog, which is which is called Ham LB, by the way. Ham LB. We'll uh, thief, thief of Ham. Yes. Ham LB. Okay. Ham. Uh, if you send me a link, I'll put it in in the description. Also, sure. check out Seth's OnlyFans, where he sells <laughs> things and jeans. Uh, truly, <laughs> truly a depraved, uh, I don't know, hobby I've, I've decided to have of being disgustingly online for 20 years and counting. Um, well, frankly, we're it's a place uh, to be. Honestly, we're uh, we're very pleased you chose us to be your uh, your outlet. Thank you. Um, we'd love to have you on another time. Sure, sure. This was uh, fun. 
I should probably let my wife know so she's not completely confused by this. But wives don't respect podcasts. I think maybe don't no. don't overstate no. our listenership either. You maybe you maybe just deal with it as it comes. I'm going to say a minimum <laughs> of 35,000 unique downloads a week. Um, and you have a uh, deal with Blue Chew. Uh, yes. We uh, can only hope one day that that Blue Chew money is going to come rolling in. Uh, yeah, because, you know, I, I got to make up for these losses I have and just buying this stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you have any uh, ham LB on what? It's on. I mean, it's. WordPress, I assume. It, I mean, okay. I sent you the link in Discord. Oh, oh okay. H A M M L B C O M. Oh yeah, I fucked up the title when I made it, so it's mlbcom.wordpress.com. <laughs> this we'll is an extremely it. low we'll rank operation. We'll put there's, it in there's, the description. There's, uh, there's text errors. There's um, formatting issues. I will never put any effort into the actual like aesthetic of the website because it's it. You know, I'm doing the actual writing. It's like you're on the right podcast. I think you're on the right podcast. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for having me on. Um, I hope to do it again. I hope we get a a Matt uh, Coach 29 on one time when I'm on because he he was the one who put me on to the Dismal Tide originally. I think he was the one who put me in the the group chat uh, with with you, Mike and yeah. Geizo and, and Eric, I tell them I, I miss them all terribly and all of their jokes about being up at night playing with their worms. So uh, <laughs> the, the group chat is great fun. That group chat is a lot of fun. Um, is, I run into is. the problem where uh, I only find myself posting if I feel like I'm as funny or funnier than everybody I'm posting with. Um, mm. oh, see, that's, so that I just like never... track it. That has never stopped me. I have always been the shittiest poster in the room for 20 years and counting. Um, and I don't care. It's it just post, baby. Just post. It's just like, I just like go into places and go like, yeah, so like Medicare for all, guys. And it's like, no, this sucks. Like, shut up. Wrong Brandon. room. Post pictures <laughs> first of, all, of the self. First of all, you're on Gab when you did that. So that's why I didn't get any <laughs> traction. We're here to look at pictures of seltzer cans. Exactly. That's the the chat has gone that direction. It's been a lot of talking about <laughs> seltzer cans. I well, I got very excited that they had polar seltzer in Ohio. Finally, I, I mean, I, I guess apparently it's in Cleveland, but I've never seen it. I got it outside the of the big East Apple Coast as well. Polar seltzer aid. Know, it's a big East Coast thing. So it, that is polar seltzer is definitely the best of the uh, of the seltzers. I mean, they're all pretty decent, um, but I, I think that's the one I I found I enjoy the most. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eric and I are both we're doing a dry January right now, so we're we're working through it with seltzer cans. Uh, we're uh, and and he'll be on uh, on on the fourth. To oh, okay. Back off the wagon, so should be good. <laughs> nice, nice. That that is an episode I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, Mike, say uh, say good evening for the both of us, and I'm gonna stop recording. Uh, g- good night, all. If if you're listening to this, you probably know where to find it. Uh, but if you don't, you can go to the at the Dismal Tide underscore on uh, on Twitter uh, and and enjoy the once maybe twice a week that I post from that account. And join the Discord in the description. Bye, everyone. Enjoy- Now the show Run!
you get your voice out of my head Cause I'm the guy you'll never find I think you know all of the rules There's no expressions on your face I hope that someday you will let me go Release me from my dirty cage I love you. I love you. 